0: Hi, I'm Caroline Ferry, and welcome to this week's episode of My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. This week, I'm meeting Shutterbug's Kathy Redeutschin to hear how she turned her idea to open a bar into a reality. Here's Kathy's story. Hello, Kathy. Thank you for having us here at Shutterbug. Hi there, thanks for coming, Um Okay, so we're here in Shoreditch, in Shutterbug, which is your business, and it would be really helpful if you could just tell us what Shutterbug is and how
1: it all began. So Shutterbug is a cocktail bar that has DJs um, on the weekends down in Shoreditch, and um, how it came about was, well, it was kind of came slightly the thing came slightly out of the blue that my friend told me about a space I wasn't looking to open a bar Mm. at all actually um I was on maternity leave and I was a marketing manager and I just wanted I kind of wanted something different the idea of going back to my office job wasn't really doing it for me yeah and um, so a friend of mine told me about a space in Shoreditch that I was spending quite a lot of time hanging out in at the time and um we walked in here and I actually remember thinking like I suddenly got this kind of inspiration thing. I went, "Let's just do it!" And um, I think it might have been a bit crazy. That's amazing. Considering I had a four-month-old baby at the time, <laughs> it was a bit nuts. And um, but we, but we did, and we we managed to um, work through the lease and do all the um, legals behind it, and mm. we opened six months later. So it was November two thousand and twelve.
0: So it only took 6 months from deciding I might be into owning a bar to like actually being open. Yeah. That's so that, that's what I was saying
1: it was it was kind of it was kind of crazy and it the whole thing has been a bit a bit of a nuts and very, very massive learning curve. Everything has been like yeah, crazy. Yeah. But um but yeah so that's that and so we started the and the concept has changed. It's kind of evolved over over the 3 years, but now I kind of feel that I mean, with businesses, they often talk about a three-year. You know, they always talk about a restaurant's fail in three years and this whole thing about a three-year. But there is something now we're coming up to that we're coming up to that anniversary, and I kind yeah. of see that why that people talk about a three years because that kind of gets time to get traction, time to get known. People, enough people have been through your doors and had enough kind of press around it that then you can kind of in in the groove of it all.
0: That's really interesting. And when, So you were a marketing manager before. Had you ever thought you'd like to work in, like, the bar industry?
1: Oh, no, I, like I had worked in... I'd worked in hospitality since I was probably 15. Okay. So I, I had done lots of different... I'd chef, I'd waitress, done managed places, done quite a lot of things around. And um, and then I swore I didn't want to... I, I got sick of it when I left uni, and I was like, I'm not doing it ever again. Yeah. And, and kind of flounced off and went and did marketing for five years. And then um, But then this kind of came up, and it just... It just felt right at the time, and I think that I kind of wanted a new challenge, and so I kind of went for it and i did I did want to do I did want to do my own business for quite a long time, yeah, and I had a few different ideas, um, but then this one came along, and I could kind of put the kind of business stuff that I'd already learned in cause the kind of basics kind of do cross over whatever business you're in, so I could kind of put them to work
0: so it had started originally shuttlebug as kind of a creperie and bar and now the the bar and DJ section has gotten so big and so kind of exciting that's kind of taken over slightly. Yeah. Um, so how did you decide when you were not going back on maternity leave? You've told them. They're probably mm, pretty upset. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and you found this place and you're like, how did you decide exactly what it was going to be? Because they're quite specific. It's a specific thing you started on like crepes, and yeah. cocktails really.
1: So I think my... Whatever food I want to do I, I'm, because i 've worked with food in the past and i 'm quite interested in it, I, I like the food part, and I was chefing for a long time so um I kind of wanted. I knew the style of food I liked. I like when I lived in Sydney. I worked. I loved their whole brunch culture. They're really good at it. They really they get up a lot earlier than the Brits, <laughs> so they're really good at the um, breakfast and brunch thing. So I liked that idea. So I started So we still do still do a lot of brunches. That's our big thing. We do still brunch, but the creperie bit kind of came as an idea. We're very. The indoor space is very small here, so we don't have a lot of space. We don't have a big kitchen out the back or anything like that. So nice. it was kind of a practical decision, but it was also. Uh, because we looked at all the restaurants and bars in the area, and nearly every place or in the area makes does American food. Right, really. It's all burgers and ribs, which is great. But it was nice. We wanted to do something a bit different, and the whole crepe thing works because it you don't need much space to do it. it they're quite versatile. You can do all sort. You can do sweet, savoury, and it's quite. You can have them quite healthy. You mm. can have them go quite meaty and do full we do like full pork crab and we can do all this other stuff. But so it was quite a practical thing but it was also a kind of nice little niche that we could go into. So we do still do them but mm. because like you said the um the bar is getting is just packed and that kind of takes over a bit. Yeah. So. I suppose you have
0: to just kind of well, the punch is a bit and you're like that's what people want, so we yeah. just have to go yeah, a little yeah. bit. And um so once you decided you were gonna come here, um, how did you actually start the business like did you start with a business plan did you have a partner I want to know like how you got the ball rolling because that's quite interesting to go
1: from zero to bar so how um, have you got the ball so I spoke, to, and I've got some friends in the business. My um, my partners had done. He, he also works in the industry. He wasn't. He now works with me. With my boyfriend, and I we work together, uh, but he didn't join us till this year two. So, but he was kind of in the background. He did help me with. So I put together a business plan. Right. Um, a friend of mine also helped me set. Up some of it. He runs a coffee shop around the corner, so he he also helped me a bit. Mm. You basically have to go to everyone and just basically get help where you can. (laughs) It's like that's the best way. And then we had to go to the bank. We had to do bank loans and do go all that. And so,
0: had you ever done anything like that before? Was that all brand new to you? That bit was all new. So
1: Mm. so all the kind of I'd done kind of marketing plans, but I hadn't done kind of full business plans before. But I mean, one of the things I did um, in my previous job even though it was a completely it was environmental consultancy it was something completely different but one thing I did because I got on well with my boss I just I, I did kind of try and learn everything I, I could and kind of make the most of that situation yeah um and I like learn everything just business basics and that I so I, I picked up quite a lot from him and how his business plan was so I kind of used that
0: yeah and um so when you started this did you have a very big team or like because presumably you had to hire everybody at the
1: beginning uh, no I had what did I have when I started I had three uh, three staff to hire, fire one immediately which was that was like <laughs> no, no, no That's a bit weird I didn't fire him I had. I didn't take him on fully <laughs> and that was when it was like okay this is serious and I have to you know you, you can't and that was when I realised that when you it's your business you can't have any dead wood basically you can't, if, yeah. they, if they don't match what you want and they're not what you want you can't it's that you have to let them go straight away and I wasn't gonna. You can't let it just. Oh, it might get better because it won't, and it and it's just hurting you.
0: Yeah, when so it's you your business. Har- yeah, God, you have to be a bit hot. Yeah, you have to learn to be a bit harsher. So, um, how do you find like managing people and things like that? Had you done any of that before in your marketing job?
1: Yeah, I had, I had managed some people because I'd done events and restaurants and stuff. So I did. I did. Kind of, I did have experience in that. Again, is it again being when you're running it yourself? It is slightly different. You you have a certain you have a lot more responsibility yeah. in the sense that you're paying their wages you're paying their rents you're kind of developing their careers so you, you and you so you take on a bit it's a bigger role than just as if you're managing in a in you you're kind of middle manager in a different company yeah so because you're the only one so but um it is the the man, the managing staff is one of the hardest bits is it um in a sense just because you're dealing with people you know people are so and because it's by but, you know, it's late nights it's anti-social hours but it get but then the flip side of it is when it's good it's at the moment i've got like i've got an amazing team working now it's kind of over the years we've kind of got uh, gone through people people come in at different times um right now i've got a really really good team and it's going it's everything's kind of touch word, going. keep touching wood <laughs> <laughs> but that, that is the thing is that also you have to realize that you have to make the most of it now if it's good now it just make the most of it because someone might leave next week and they hand the notice and it's like, okay. But also, I've also learned that when people do hand the notice, even your crucial staff, you will find someone else there is someone else out there and you can train them and you can put them in so that's the also because I used to be like oh my god they're leaving I don't know what they can, what we're going to do and but actually you just you you get you can get someone else in there and you just can so long going. as you're still here it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so along the way has there been any like huge hiccups or things that have happened that you weren't expecting like curveballs that you've you've obviously recovered from because the place is gorgeous and it's a big success but is there anything that someone else might be quite comforted to hear that
1: you kind of got through? Um, I think that one of the things I realised with running my business is that you, when, well, the difference between having my own thing and being employed is that you're, when, when you're employed you're slightly cushioned from like, the ups and downs of businesses even like when I was in my last job that it was when the recession hit and we everyone felt it but, it, but with when it's our business I just feel that when it's mine it was you don't have that cushioning and so you feel like the like the lows and the highs you feel them so much more everything's so much more dramatic yeah so and and I've had days where they can you can have your worst day and your best day within the space of three hours and it, and it happens yeah you know, and, it, and it's ridiculous how it does happen and then then you get to the end and you're like okay wow and, and you do get used to it and you get used it's just much the drama's much higher mm. that's what I found anyway it's it, quite exciting it's yeah, it, it it is. And then that's sometimes when I kind of sit back and it's it's crazy and it's long hours. I think that's the other thing. It's it's long hours and you because you're always putting there's always more to do. Is it um, hard to
0: switch off then if if you've got these long hours and it's kind of all on you? Do you find it hard to ever
1: not work? It yeah, it is. I had, and it's because I've got and especially now with everything being online as well, everything's there and you can I can see the, what the till's doing on my phone. I can see the CCTV on my phone. Oh my so God. even if I'm not in, I can kind of, you know, that kind of thing. So you have to learn how to switch off that I don't do it very well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's just hard because you're, you're always thinking about what can we do? How can we do it better? Or this has happened or so-and-so, we need to improve this. Because you're always thinking, how can we improve it? How can, that's what you are always course, in your yeah. head. So it's, I, I mean, yeah, it becomes more like it's like another yeah you're always developing it always thinking about it
0: work in progress mm. and um, so when you started um, did you want to work for yourself because cause people start businesses for all different reasons don't they like did you start it because you wanted just to be your own boss or did you want I had this idea and like it just has to happen I won't rest until it happens like, or was it just independence and money like what what really
1: motivated you at the beginning that's quite a good idea. Um, quite a good question actually. Um, we think I can kind of combination of them. I think that I like the the independence of it is is quite good, and it's. But I think that's some of it, and also just not that my idea was particularly original. It's a bar, so it's not really. A, I mean, there's a few things that we're really pushing as our our kind of USPs. Like right. that lovely so, courtyard. So the so we've got this courtyard. So it's like outdoor drinking all year round, which is really it's is it's really great. And we've got. um we had one of the girls, uh, a lady called um, Camille Wallala, who's a, paint, a street street artist, and mm. she's done this amazing wall, which I'll show you later. Oh, lovely! So we've got that, and then we've also got DJs, and we're really developing our sound system to be something that you kind of come in and you notice that. Because and now I'm so because uh, I, I notice so I used to just go to places and notice the sound, like if it's not good sound or if it's a really good sound place, and generally that sound isn't very good. In bars, and so get yeah. re- I'm really fussy about it. So that's one thing I was like, right, okay, we're gonna have somewhere that's got really, really good sound system, and um, and DJs want to play. That's yeah. the- and because then you get this thing, it's, it's a really and because it's it's small, you can get these really. We've had really nice kind of little kind of and they still go crazy, but like nice intimate gigs where you've got the DJ right there mm. and they're enjoying playing and we everyone's enjoying listening to it. So it's quite a nice kind of because it's small, it's not like going to like a, a massive club. Yeah, it's quite easy. You know, it's quite nice. And it's not too full on.
0: And um, do you feel like you've had? You were saying earlier about asking loads of people questions, asking for mm. advice and help. Um, has there been any like good mentors you've had, or people that you think I actually definitely couldn't have done this without them?
1: Yeah, um, I think that that's really really important. Just getting out to talk, talk to people and to see who who of your your friends and people that you know like this thing in network but yeah it's really network is really really important mm. so um a friend of mine I've, I've got two friends one's got uh, works in bar where has a bar and one works in a coffee shop right they those two were really important the beginning also my boyfriend has done a lot too he he's we've kind of worked together we kind of took over when he came on board he kind of took over the bits that I wasn't doing so we kind of shared the roles which was really good mm. and his his experience in other businesses really helped so yeah so I've, I've been to loads of I've, I've got the help from lots of different people which is and it's really and even just from a, a sales point of view as well because you never know also being a bar that it's not you know it's not gonna a global brand right yet, you know yet <laughs> <or> anyway <anywhere. laughs> but um but also like, you know everyone's everyone has birthdays everyone has like wants to places to do you know product launch especially around here so people that I knew people that friends of friends that oh yeah. you know we've got a bar can we come down can we do an event mm. and so so much of my so much of my work and DJs coming down, are people that either I know or know people friends of friends and like Word that. of mouth and stuff. Yeah, and it, so it's really so being able to talk to people, getting in and, and meeting and getting to know all the like bars in the area. Mm. So it's quite like it's quite a, like a tight. It's actually quite a tight community around here. The, the bars, yeah. So it's helpful as well.
0: And you mentioned about your boyfriend kind of picking up the work that you weren't mm. doing, and. Um, did you find there's parts of owning a business that you were just like, I don't want to do this or I can't do this? Like, is there any... Sometimes people find accounting really difficult or anything to do, legal things, a nightmare. Is there any bit of it that you were like, actually, my
1: time is better spent on the things I'm good at? Um, he do, uh, Sam does actually do the accounting. So, because... Yeah, because he, he'd done it before. So he did. But one, one thing I have to say that I've really, really learned is that I think that you have to, like you've got to know your numbers and get to and so i think i was just i was thinking about it earlier about how we run it and there's a i think here we have a, like a culture about that like, we tell girls they're not good at maths like growing up and i really think that it's something that's so important and people get really intimidated by numbers and, and think but running a business you have to be able to like make friends with excel excel is amazing because <laughs> you have to do it all the time you have to like you always yeah. have to think about and also i found that like be good at mental arithmetic because people come and talk to you, and they, people will try and like try and scam you out of things. And <laughs> if you can do like quick mental arithmetic, like that, no, that's not a good deal. I'm not taking you on. And you can really like people because people are trying to, especially the other thing is like being a girl in business as well because people yeah. try and intimidate you. Really, do they? Yeah, it's. I know, I was really I really noticed it because I, also a bar is quite. An, it's quite a male environment in the sense of like the sales that come in the bartenders all this stuff so quite laddish maybe yeah it's quite even mm. though like I was always really wanted to get, have an atmosphere that we we have quite a lot of girl, girl regulars so i always wanted it to be more like a kind of not a sleazy dance floor you know somewhere you can go and dance and have fun yeah um but I did come up I have come up against you know in different areas and things that I never thought about yeah that those people try and maybe they kind of like discount you maybe or don't take you as seriously as you might as they might mm. um and you think just yeah. being quite
0: savvy and being like very sure of what you know and what you're going to mm.
1: just is a way of combating that. Yeah, I think so. And things like it, knowing your numbers and also because also that in the end of that's going to save you because you can see how we're doing on something. Is this worthwhile? And, and at the end of the day, it might be just a marketing bit. But if it's if it's something to do with your product or whatever you're trying to sell you need to be able to kind of break down the numbers is is this worth it Mm. Um, should we maybe focus on this bit that's more profitable and so it's always really good to to go back to what you're making what is your you know can we afford to put another staff member on like all those kind of things like that it's it's just really 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 important to do numbers that's the thing I think is one thing I've really really learnt I was I wasn't. I wasn't bad at maths. School. I was quite. Quite liked it. Yeah. But since then, I've. And now I use it. Every, like every day. I'm always having to do things like that. It sounds boring, but it, at the end, it's actually. It. It really is. Really, really helps.
0: And um, another thing I imagine is helpful is leaning on social media for kind of marketing and PR for your business. How have you found that?
1: Are you into it yourself? I. I don't know how people did it before. Like I, I was thinking. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like. Everything all our advertising, all our marketing, everything we do is through social media. I and mean, even though we don't have particularly big followings, but still like everything we do is has gone through through them. People find us through it. So and, and everything I do is online, so now. Yeah. So it's it's quite amazing how that's changed and whereas you know, even all my rotors are on an app, my tills on an app, booking everything everything is everything is digital. Yeah. Even though the, people still have to come to the bar, mm. everything else is digital.
0: Um what would you say is the best thing about your bar? Because I desperately want to read you a review that I read online, mm. which is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. But I want you,
1: first of all, to tell me what your favourite bit about the bar is. Um, and why I, people will come here. Like, what's the special I think bit? that it's, um, it's, a re- it's a really good, fun place to party. Like, we have a really, like, the, the bar, the team are great behind the bar. And they also make really good cocktails.
0: Okay. The, which, uh, handily... Uh, lends itself very well to what okay. I on time this is so cute right this girl wrote the world can't be grey when there's earl grey in your gin <laughs> isn't that the cutest thing you've ever heard in your life I read that it and I was like the- right I'm literally getting a taxi straight away oh, I'm going
1: to Shutterbug that one's a cla- yeah that was one of our classics that we did Yeah, so, so the, the whole kind of cocktail thing I've got the guys are really really good really and um, I was I came down on I was down here sampling some on Friday and they were, we did a special Halloween Um, Cocktail menu, tequila menu, which was very, very good. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hence the reason Halloween was so crazy. Sore heads all over London today. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, is there any final bits of advice? You've been giving amazing advice Mm -hmm. throughout, but any more gems that you've picked up along the way that you would like to share, which someone might find useful?
1: I think just um, talking to people, talking um, like putting yourself out there, I think is a really... um, because it's really, it's really scary going out on your own. Is you're suddenly like out and everything. That's why you're you're exposed to like the like I said, the highs and the lows. Yeah. Because so it's it's pretty intense and it's, it, yeah, it's really yeah because it can be really full on. But mm. also just put yourself out there and like just just talk, talking to people that, whether it's you know your friends or with me, I used to talk to customers a lot and especially in Shoreditch, you have people doing like amazing things and you don't really you know you don't really think you're making the coffee every day, and then you chat to, and they like oh we make films and. It's like an Oscar-winning film, like, okay? <laughs> but also, just so people have always got things they're doing, and so you never know where your next so events have come to us. We, did, you know, a festival came from like a like some friend just mentioned something, and then we just suddenly landed a massive festival gig. Wow! And so all these things, so you don't really. So that's the other thing is it kind of with the ball because we do off-site events as well. So things come out of nowhere, and it's like this comes and suddenly some someone else joins the team, or so you never really know where things are coming from. But that's what kind of makes it good, good and scary. I bet.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, thank. you thank you so much it's been really lovely talking to you thanks for coming down come down
1: for a drink (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: thank you and that was Cathy's Big Idea make sure to download next week's episode to hear how more inspiring women are making their big ideas happen find us on Acast iTunes or your favourite podcast app bye